a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Wednesday Footy Talk, we're going to unpack the news. Shane Flanagan has joined the Dragons. He'll sign for three years from 2024. Mate, we'll touch on origin about Freddie. Is he under pressure? And Dobbo, I'm so proud of you, mate. I'm so proud of you. You started paying your bets. I'm not even going to get into that one. <laughs> this is Footy Talk. Gordy Tallis and Dobbo with you on a Wednesday. Wednesday Footy Talk, Gordy Tallis and Dobbo talking all things footy on the Listener Podcast. I got Gordon, hello, happy Wednesday, my friend. It's a great Wednesday. It's a uh, obviously beautiful day here in Sydney. So, um, But yeah, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot going on, the origin. Yeah, mate, Dragons lots. finally got their coach. Well, let's talk about that. Shane Flanagan yeah. uh, set to coach the Dragons uh, from 2024. It's believed to be a three-year deal. And the Red V have got their man take two. Um, yeah. um, and this is, to me, the right pick. I'm interested, you as a former St. George player, your thoughts on the pick of Shane Flanagan? Uh, that would have been my first pick as well. They were going for a rookie coach, as in uh, Jason Rolls, which I didn't have a problem with. But uh, with Jason going there, you would think that he would have needed a little bit more help off the field because it would have been the first time that he's ticking every box and you know, that's managing the salary cap and players and, you know, retention and pathways and all that kind of stuff. So uh, with Shane Flanagan, he's done it before. Uh, he's got a track record from taking Cronulla that were sort of ling- lingering down the bottom of the table to winning a competition and doing all that and being able to sign and, you know, just – identify the talent that he needed to change. So Benny Barber played his best footy there. You got Maloney that he brought, Wade Graham. So there was a lot of yep. guys that he – You know, for feet to play yeah, his best Andrew, football yeah, under Flanagan. Yeah, like that's yeah, right. That's, so uh, it's a big job there. I actually think that he is the right man for the job. How long is it going to take him? I don't think it's going to be a real quick turnaround, but uh, I think he can turn the ship around. Can I just tell, ask you this? Shane Flanagan – is the assistant coach at the Manly Warringah Seagulls. Yep. Anthony Seabolt's the head coach. So the assistants are what they are. I think Jim Dimmick's there as well at Manly. Yep. Why wouldn't Shane Flanagan look to leave now? We're, we're in round 15, going well, into round 16. Well, it's I not understand. his job because he's committed, right? So he owes Manly a little bit because he was sitting there and they offered him the job. So he feels that he owes Manly to finish off the year. But in a perfect scenario, he would go to the Dragons now and – Get on the ground running. The quicker you start a job, no matter what job it is, you know, the better chance you have of finishing it early, I believe, and getting it right. So an old wise man told me that you can never do two things 100%. So there's no, no doubt that he's going to have one eye on the Dragons and players and what I'm doing. So if I was Manly, I would go into the market and see if there's another assistant out there that would like to replace him or promote within. You know, I'd say – Shane, you've got another job to do, and it protects your nest as well. You know, not that they're going to do it, but there's no doubt if there's I'm a young really, kid. He's looking every market. He's looking to Absolutely. trade players. He'd be having conversations. He'd be having weekly meetings on his days off when he yep. when. And th- you can't blame Shane Flanagan no. for that. And he, then that's the business that we're in now. And then, you know, like I heard the Roosters, you know, and they were complaining about Jason Rolls, but you need to have your assistant coach 
that wants to be a head coach. Yeah, you I'm need to great. employ those guys. You need to employ someone, all the best businesses in the world. And if you read any literature on it, it's all about you got to employ someone that's smarter than you. If you're the smartest guy in the room, well, you're in the wrong room. So I think that goes with an assistant coach. He's got to come up with better ideas than, than you sometimes. Well, I think they've got it on on cue now, and and things are happening the way. Do you like uh, the deal, Dobby? Be. Because you mate, because you were the man on the ground there. You were getting made all the info out of the dragons. Eh? No, I wasn't getting any info out. That's oh. a lie. Oh, that's well, a lie. Oh, you, you don't, sure. and I know where you're going with this today, and I'm not going to have you insinuate that. I wasn't getting any mail. Is out your of the man going to stay there? Is your man going to stay there? Who's my man, Gordon? Hey? Who's my man? Well, the guy you've been sticking who, up who, for. Is the number seven going to stay there? He's not my man. Is he going to stay there? Well, I, I would he hope happy that he with would the stay there. I haven't spoken to him, mate. I haven't had is a conversation with him. But I, I don't have to talk to players. I, you know, like I don't need to talk to players about whether they're happy or not. All I know is that he would not have been there. He, he would be very happy with Shane Flanagan. I suspect he'll be there, and I think he'll be the halfback because as you reported last night on NRL 360 – that he, uh, or the last couple of weeks, that he has spoken to Shane Flanagan and that was said in the press conference and that he, if Shane Flanagan got the job, he would remain as the number seven uh, at that club. Now, interesting, talking to other elite halfbacks in the game, they also agree that with you in your theory that Ben Hunt's a better number nine than he is number seven. It's just, you know what, and then... And it's not about Ben Hunt. It's about you picking the side and you, and then your team performing at its best. And I think Ben Hunt is unbelievable at nine. You know, yeah, and well, then that's not to say like, like if I had his best games, and I'm sure because he's played 300 games in a number seven jersey or yeah, yeah. 290 odd games, but the 15 or 10 games or whatever that he's played in that number nine jersey, because I don't think that they count Origin, he's been outstanding in it. Yeah, it's interesting to see. It's interesting to see we have Gordon Tallis and Dobbo with you. Let's talk Origin. New South Wales name their side. Um, the worst kept secret in the world. Mitchell Moses seven. Uh, Jerome Luai, they've stuck solid. Is the six. Uh, you've got Tommy and Latrell in the centres. Crichton drops to eighteenth man. Um, the wingers, uh, as per usual, uh, are the same. And Teddy's the fullback. Brad Fittler called the discussion around the halves a circus. I think that's. A, I think that's a little bit. Uh, of a stretch, I, I think that no circus are fun. But circus I didn't think it was fun. I didn't time, think it was mate. fun. So I mate, like, Nico no, mate, see, when you go to the circus and you know, you see the lion tamer or the elephants come marching in, or you know, you the clown just sitting there, or the bloke eating the fairy floss. Circus is fun, so I wouldn't call it a circus. It's like when people say, "Oh, I slept like a baby." What you're up at two, four? <laughs> like you're up at ten, two and four? <laughs> oh, mate, I slept like a baby. Well, my baby didn't sleep. Didn't sleep through. at all. Yeah, well, well, I mean, in all seriousness, Gordy, and I, and I mean this genuinely. Nico Hines has every right to be disappointed about this, not being selected as a number seven. He he was the fourteen. Yep. Um, they couldn't <clears> find a place with him. They stuck solid. Arguably the best player in the game with with Cleary. He's out injured, and so you would expect Nico Hines, but alas. The New South Wales selectors and and the way they yep. go about it. Has well, that's somehow... the decision. So they think that Mitchell Moses for game two is better. Don't forget he has played before. He got stress sure. fractures in his back. So then that's the decision. And with Nico, I think it's a luxury. So everybody's going on about Nico not in the side. I think it's a luxury to put a half on the bench if he can't come in and play hooker. And you know Queensland have been able to put a Ben Hunter, Cherry Evans, but they'd come on and just play nine. You know, Cooper Cronk, they'd come on and just play through the middle of the field. So 
Um, it's a totally different scenario with what Queensland have, has sort of done in that role for the last 10 years. But Can I ask you this, Gordon? Why, if Mitchell Moses is the right halfback and the, and the one to replace, why didn't they just go with two hookers to start off with in game one with Cook and, and Appy? Well, because or, they rolled you know, the no, no, Hang on, hang on. Or if, if, if they wanted that utility, why wasn't Mitchell Moses the 14? The backflip from Mitchell Moses... Nico Hines, like, why wasn't Nico? Why was Nico Hines? Well, well that's because, a question for the New South Wales selectors. But, but I'm just asking you. Like, I mean, you know, that no, would have well, made more sense. You picked the game right. So, like, in game one, right? That was the what was it? Three weeks ago. So you pick the team that's gonna win that game and the style that you want to play, right? And yep. let's not forget, Latrell pulls out late. There was a lot going on. Crichton comes in, but he played great. They were nine minutes away from winning an Origin, and we don't, and we're not even having this conversation. So, yeah. and then with Nico, I do feel sorry for him. He got thrown in in the centres. But in origin, you've got to be prepared. Like, there's been guys, like I remember Dale Shearer get thrown in and they had to play wherever. Like, there's been guys getting thrown in and playing out of position. In the end, Queensland, I think Ben Hunt was one centre and Fafita was the other, you know. Yeah. And, then, and then people were on the wing. So, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do to get an origin game. But uh, mm. they couldn't do it. And... The reason why, you know, anybody says Freddie's under the pump, it's because people are rust. They're more than rusted on to their state. It's born yeah. into them, right? So when it's Queensland, I'm born into, you know, the brotherhood. And, you know, even if I didn't play, I'm born and I'd be. Me too. And all my mates is about what happens. Yeah, I know. Because you know what? The other day you told me, geez, you hope New South Wales win to I get it decided. That. Yes, you no, did. I didn't say that. Yes, I you didn't did. say that. No, yes, I you did, did not say that tell you and what, do not I'd, put you know words what? in my mouth. I'd tell you what I'd do for this show. I'd get on a lie detector test for that. <laughs> not getting on any lie detector test. No, I would and I'd uh, and I'd challenge you to it. I'm so not that means that any... you're not born in Queensland, right? So just don't so don't try to kid yourself. So you are born into the brotherhood, I get it. Well, we're just gonna leave that where it is. Um I'm not taking no lie detector test. I'm not taking any lie detector test. With Brad and then like spending a lot of time in Sydney, people like people are talking about it. and that's and that's our job. You know what I mean? Now as media to get the hype about it, but we care. Like, you know, we saw the way he reacted to Tino's tackle. We saw the way Andrew Johns reacted to Tino's tackle. You cannot say they didn't have their blue hat on. You sure. saw the way Paul Vorton and Cameron Smith defended him. You saw the way I defended him. But if that's a New South Wales guy, if that's Jared Ree Hargreaves, if that's anybody, if that's Junior Baller, the thing is with me, when you run, I, till the day I go underground, I have no problem with that running style. Not one bit. He didn't cock his arm up. He didn't try to get him flush on the chin. And yeah, they talk about eyeballing him, but you, you do eyeball the bloke that you're running at. You know, the halves, Andrew Johns used to eyeball me all the time to see whether I'm lazy, to see where I'm not turning up on my assignment. That's what the good players do. You know, you've got to keep an eye on your on your opposition. So with Freddie, he's feeling the pressure because they haven't won. And if they won game one, he wouldn't be feeling the pressure. No, but, that's exactly right. But that's what it means to, I don't know, what is it, 7 million New South Wales people? You know, yeah. they, they want their state to win. And look, and I, I understand that Queensland are favourites, but we, oh, we, we won't be favourite if I kick off. We talked about this off air, though, Gordy. Like, I, I mean, it's a very good side that New South Wales have picked. I mean, everybody's talking about the, right. So, mate, we just spoke for five minutes about who they didn't pick. Yeah, there's a bloke in the centres that's come in. Do you know his name? Latrell, Latrell Mitch. Mitchell. Right. Yep. And the last time he played Origin, they dominated. He and Tommy. So, mate, it's not about who they've left out. It's who they're going to pass the ball to. So if I'm Mitchell Moses and Luai, I'm 
I'm I'm licking my lips to get him some early ball. Yeah. That made that was their whole plan in game one. So they had that. You know, let's just move these Queenslanders around. Let's see whether what Latrell can do. Well, he pulls out. You know, what is it? Forty eight hours before, and it was a shock because of the calf injury. Well, now he's back. That's the storyline. Yeah. Can he save his state? Well, that's exactly right, yeah. and and that's what people need to. And that's what people need to look at. I mean. Back them at your own peril, Gordy. Yeah. I know everybody's talking about Suncorp and, and everything like that, but if they just do get up, like if New South Wales, you know, they've got a very, very good side. I mean, they can say what they want. It's a good, yeah. good side. So, and it's picked on form. So, I, I, I mean, at the does the mindset change when you're the favourite? So, Gordy, you've been no, favourite for no, Queensland. No, no, does no. it change? When I was getting dressed, I never walked into a TAB before a game. That's right. No one cares. No one cares. No player. Yeah. Yeah. No player. I tell you what, the blokes that are that are punning might, but <laughs> no player. I've never, never ever walked in and gone, oh gee whiz, we're it's never a question. Oh, we're favourites for this game. Oh, we're underdogs. I played for the Broncos. I'm pretty sure I would have been favourites in ninety five percent of my games. Never looked at it. And I would have been underdogs in a lot of my state of origin career. And I never ever once thought about it. Did you like the Queensland side? I mean, we talked yeah, on Sunday. No um, Kafusi. You thought Kafusi might have been there. Well, just for experience, but I don't have a problem with Nanai. You know what I mean? So I don't go, oh, gee whiz, we want Kafusi. And I thought Christian Welsh, but then obviously he's got a match. So I'm really happy for Mo Futawaka. I thought yeah. the way he's played for the Titans, like he was a couple of years ago, he was our most consistent guy and has been Tino. And he's got back into that ring. He's been outstanding for the Titans all year. He just – a no-nonsense guy that goes about his business. So um, congratulations to him to get back in the arena and I know that he'll do his job. It's safe to say, though, Kafusi's playing Host Plus Cup this week. What? Kafusi is playing the Queensland Cup for Redcliffe this weekend. What? Why? Do, oh, do Redcliffe have a... Redcliffe have a buy. The Dolphins have a buy. So yeah, no, that's just to get time back, back in. Have you ever come back to a reserve grade? Uh, no. Gordon Tallis never, ever played. Once you played first grade, you never came back through reserve grade. Yeah, I think my career was, I think, seven games under 19s. Yep. Probably seven games reserve grade, about four games under 21s. And then first grade. Yeah. <laughs> wrong person to have no, 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 this discussion. No, do you like the, do you like the no, Wayne said, hey, but, but, first year, but you're like, playing, we you're playing buy, for Redcliffe. If we had a buy through my career, and we had, I think, the Toowoomba Clydesdales. That was our yep. reserve grade side with all yep. those young guys playing, yeah. mate. And they, and then I hadn't played for like a month, and I'm and I'm itching to get a game. You'd go back and play. Like that's not a knock on Kafusi. That's just go no, back no, and no. get your timing and then mate, lead some playing, of these young he's kids. He's playing for Norse. He's playing against Norse on Saturday afternoon. And and what a moment play- for those Norse kids. Oh, I know. Mate, what a against, Yeah, playing yeah, against a premiership Kifusi winning playing. Australian, yeah. like probably World Cup winner. State of origin winning back rower, that is is certainly a class above them, and you get to test yourself against him. It'll be massive. It's huge. Massive for those guys. We're going to take a break. Footy talk, a listener podcast. Uh, Gordy Tallis and Dobbo with you on a Wednesday. <laughs> Welcome back to Footy Talk, a listener podcast. Gordon Tallis and Dobbo with you on a Wednesday. Not my favourite day of the week. Not my favourite show of the week, but that's another story. We don't need to unpack that. Um, the only thing you unpack is your lunchbox every day. So if you want to get day. to unpacking. Hey, every single day. Hey, Bull, Mitchell Pierce looks like he's coming back to the Roosters on a one-year yeah. deal. Like it? Love it? Hate it? Uh, 
I like it. I think Mitchell Pierce is too good not to be playing in the NRL. Yeah, but hey, he's at the back end of his career, though. Yeah, he's going to come back and play 14, they think. So, yeah, that's the rumor around Sydney that he's going to come back and wear the number 14 jersey um, and come off the bench and just have that experience. And, you know, that's the role where he can probably play hooker, play seven, and just come on and play with the energy. Mate, Mitchell Pierce was an unbelievable competitor. You know, he spent his time overseas. He might want to come back home and start a family or whatever. So, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't find that a problem. On. How many do you want? I mean, you got Brandon Smith, who's supposed to be your number nine there. But like, just let me talk. Brandon Smith, supposed to be your number nine. You brought Jake Turpin there to do a job, right? He's done a job. You've got Connor Watson, who's coming back from injury. You've got now Mitchell Pierce coming in for it. How many do you want? Well, who, some who of those, will, some of those will be let go. Some of those will be let go. We all know that the Roosters are are very loyal to success and the next best player, and they believe that this roster's probably not going to get them across the line. Well, Lodge will be gone at the end of the year. That's the thing. He's been dropped this week. You know, Lodge is, yep. Lodge is on the way out. So, I mean, Jared's so re-signed. Jared's yep. re-signed. You've got Spencer Lenu going there next year. Yeah, so then um, you've they'll got have to Lindsay make a decision Collins. on right on Turpin. You know, you think they'll keep Brandon Smith, right? But that, Well, I don't know. They will have to. Well, okay, well, they're going to have to make a decision on their nines and You know and that there's been talk around the street you know, potentially that they're not that happy with Brandon at the moment. Well, you might walk different streets to me. You think they're happy? Oh, I don't think the Roosters would be happy with where they are, no. Not this year. No. There's no doubt. There's no doubt that when sides do reviews, they're doing one now. You know, people yeah. wait till the end of the yeah. year and put their team up on the hoist or whatever. They they do it as they go. Yeah. May like it's a, may they come into the pits and they just try to get it fixed on the run and, you know, they're very good at that. The Roosters are very good at managing their roster. So let's talk about Crystal Balmy with this. Okay, they bring Pierce back, but you've also got, do they worry about this year now? Well, you know, they've got the the the, the Knights this week. But, and yeah, they and their halves combination, yeah. their halves combination is, is Sandon Smith and Luke Keary. Yep. Now Sandon Smith is they've all talked him up, right? And you talk about the fourteen, yeah, it's Drew Hutchinson. You know, Billy Smith is in the uh, centres. They like him a lot. Sam Walker is still coming back from injury. Yep. So, okay, you play the 14. You've got Kiri, Joey Manu's your halves. They've stuck, you know, like potentially that's – Is Joey Manu going back to fullback this week because because of no Tedesco? No you would Tedesco. Think that, yeah, you, yes. mean, like, you think that yep. would be the yep. way to go. But, yeah, look, they'll, they'll... I'm just asking you, like there are some players there – that are of elite quality that aren't going to be there next year, you would think. And yeah. I'm talking potentially. I know they're contracted. I understand that. Is Sam well, Walker potentially? The, is well, he a trade, be their is he a trade born? Yeah. It'll be all their nines and sevens. And someone like Drew, Drew Hutchinson, who has been a Mister Fix It. Well, you'd think Mitchell Pierce had come back into that role, so yeah. and play that Mitchell Orbison style yep. player. So. So, yeah, look, and the number nine position, and we keep on talking about Ben Hunt, it's the most important position on the field. And, you know, the Roosters had Sam Verrills, and I reckon if they had hindsight, they probably wouldn't let Sam Verrills go. He's played three games for the Titans, and the three games he's played, he's... Been massive. Yeah, you know I mean, like, yeah, like, we've been a totally different footy side. So that's where they're at, and they had a gamble with uh, Brandon Smith. And don't forget, Brandon Smith was one of the hottest topics. Like, Brand, like yeah. Wayne Bennett wanted him, and, like, mate, there would have been a lot of clubs. I think the Tigers had a crack at him. Melbourne didn't really want to let him go, but they knew that they had to keep Harry Grant. I'm sure they the Bulldogs. The right yeah, there. yeah, mate. So, and, like, you don't know who else would have had a crack at him, but let's say that he hasn't played anywhere near to how he used to play at Melbourne Storm. 
Well, it's early doors. We'll just wait and see uh, what no, happens. No, it's there. well round fourteen or fifteen. It's not early. Well, round see. We'll wait and see. That's it from us here uh, with Gordy Tallis and Dobbo with you on a Wednesday Footy Talk, uh, a listener podcast. Uh, the journeys are in tomorrow, and obviously throughout the week we're on the countdown to State of Origin. Is Raging everything okay ball. with you? It's like you've been. Hey, and do you know what? I've got a bone to pick with you too. Oh yeah, here we go. No, no, you had a game of golf yesterday. Yes, I did. Did you? Did yes, you I did. win or lose? I lost. Did you pay your bet? Yes, I did. I'm still waiting five years, maybe seven years now, for you to pay your bets. Hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. 2015. 2015. So how many years is that? And then the Raiders. I'll, I'll just say this now. Have you paid the bets? Last year, were you on NRL 360? Uh, a couple of times, yeah. No, no, but you weren't the host. I came into Sunday Sinbin and your stocks have risen. So you want to pay the bet? I'm paying you a bet every day. I'm making you a Sorry? better person. I'm making Sorry? you a better better talent. The Sunday Sin Bin is the only show that you're on that's number one, okay? And, and maybe you know a chance what? for and this one too. And from there, you've grown. And from there, you have grown. <laughs> Listen, pay your bets. <laughs> Kids, always pay your bets. I've paid my bets. I've paid my bet. I bet you, I don't I know. Bet you that I can beat you in golf any day you want to take on. I'm going to post a video of you today. No, you're on not. On my social <laughs> No, you're not. On my, yes, on my social media, there's going to be a photo of Dobbo trying to hit the ball and feeding him. For one, I had to line you up, right? That's the hardest thing of playing with you, mate, because you're that big, mate. We've got to line you up just so you know where the ball is. That's it from us here at Woody Chalk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. The journeys are back tomorrow. A list of podcasts. Uh, good, Talis. Thank you, my friend. Cheers.